Welcome to the Posters in Every Direction podcasts. We are your hosts. My name is Mike. And I'm Erica. And today we are bringing you episode number four. This one is entitled, Could I Have Been Lost Somewhere in North Carolina? Erica, why did we, why did we pick that title? So uh, I think you guys know, if you've listened to our third episode, we were in Wilmington, North Carolina for the two-night show. And uh, the second night, we got the treat of hearing Dancing Nancys. And uh, as Dave does, sometimes when he's in different uh, cities, he likes to say, could I have been lost somewhere? And, well, he was in North Carolina, so, <laughs> so <you said laughs> that's what we got. So we yeah. got sort of lost in North Carolina. Um, and I think if you guys go back and listen to episode three, you'll hear a little bit about our experience for our first night in the pit. And the poster from that first night. And today we're going to be talking about the night two poster from Wilmington, North Carolina by artist Brandon Trammell. Yeah, this is um, getting a lot of really positive comments and reviews online. Um, I think in the poster collecting subculture of Dave Matthews Band fans, um, people like something new and refreshing and different. This is Brandon Trammell's first poster for the Dave Matthews Band. Yes. Um, we took a little bit of a glance at his website, and mm-hmm. you can find that. I think his Instagram handle is uh, Brandon.Trammell, but um, you can find his website linked there, um, and it's T-R-A-M-M-E-L. So Brandon.Trammell on Instagram, mm-hmm. and then linked to his website where he has some things posted. I think they're talking about a... Uh, a release, an artist edition release of this poster in the coming weeks. He's mm-hmm. going to announce details on that tomorrow, Sunday. Um, so tune in uh, and and take a look at his website if you're interested in picking this one up. I think that uh, artist edition might be your best shot at it. This seems to be a fairly sought-after poster um, on this tour. I think, again, it is new, refreshing, different imagery than we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I found uh, most interesting was that on his website, Brandon titles this poster yeah. Busted Stuff. Yep. And, and if you are listening, chances are you're a Dave fan. And uh, Busted Stuff is the name of a song by the Dave Matthews Band, as well as uh, a studio album release that they put out in the early 2000s. Um, and yeah. Brandon said that this is... The imagery in this poster uh, is heavily influenced yep. by, I think, the album. Busted the album stuff. as a whole, yeah, but primarily, I think songs like "Dig in a Ditch" and uh, "Big Eyed Fish." Yeah. So we have the pleasure of having snagged this poster um, at the venue, actually at the outside merch tent, which outside was really merch. again just a really nice thing to have and not have to hold that poster tube all night. Um, but we were able to grab the. The standard version, there was a foil variant that was a, only available, was very, very limited. I think about either 100 or 125. I think I saw 115 was the count. 115 was the count. So that's really low um, for your foil variants. But, you know, that's why they're that's why they're the special ones. That's why we chase after them. Yeah. Um, but, you know, listening, we, we've listened to Busted Stuff for years. But if you're also a Big Dave fan, uh, you will have obviously known of the... Album that never was, was the Lily White Sessions. Yeah, the Lily White Sessions sort of 
I would say arguably a foundation of busted stuff. For sure. Um, most of the tracks from the Lily White sessions ultimately mm-hmm. made it on to busted stuff. Yep. There were a few that were left behind. Um, yep. And I'm going to call upon one right now. I don't know if this was uh, Brandon's intent in doing this, but in, in probably the thing that first grabs my attention, yep. uh, sort of working from the top of the poster, you know, there's the Dave Matthews band in sort of an angled, interesting font, really cool Carol. I'll call it a Carolina blue because it was in North Carolina, but you would could call it a powder blue, maybe even a, a more teal in that color. But teal. actually, what looks like it looks almost like it's wood because there's like almost like a stump in the V, like it, a knot in the V, and then a branch coming out. It does, and there are these sort of curvatures in the mm-hmm. in the D of Dave like and, and in the B of band. Yeah, they're almost vines and they almost 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 could be like a a horn, you know, like looking like a French horn or something yeah. or could be a reference to like a treble clef or something in music. I don't know, but it's there's an interesting font and yeah. just style that Brandon used. It's more than a font. It's really, you know, true kind of artistry around the calligraphy of the the Dave Matthews band lettering. Um, And the T, the first T in, in Matthews is really an extension of like a tree branch Mm -hmm. that's coming in from the upper right hand corner. Yeah. Um, And I'll talk about that tree probably a little bit later as a reference. But the first thing that jumps out to me is this large sort of orangutan monkey looking guy Mm-hmm. on the right of the poster yep. my daughter said it looked like bigfoot i thought that was cute <laughs> uh-huh. um but obviously there's been there's been monkey imagery in dave matthew's work for a long time proudest monkey which was a very early song that yep. evolved from i think root two into proudest monkey um there's shake, shake me like, like a, a monkey. monkey and then the one that i want to key in on i don't know if brandon intended this but one of the tracks from the lily white sessions that did not make busted stuff is called monkey man Mm -hmm. and it's a really cool track i've listened to it a lot i've Mm -hmm. i've probably listened to busted or uh, lily white sessions as much as i've listened to any other dave album and that's a really good song and the monkey man could be this guy in the poster um and i kind of thought of that when our daughter said oh he looks like bigfoot i just kind of thought of him as a monkey and then mm-hmm. i thought well maybe he is kind of the monkey man that was yeah. referenced in the precursor to busted stuff the lily white sessions there are a ton of easter eggs in this particular uh um poster it's yeah. really it's so detailed that you could probably spend spend a while taking taking eyeballs on it but you know, there is down on the bottom. So you've got this this monkey man. I'm gonna call it. Mon- I'm gonna call him monkey man. Yeah. Standing on a tree a tree stump that I think also looks. You know, it's almost like old school TVs that have been taken over by the earth. That these tree or I don't even know organic like uh, matter almost. It it, it looks tree stumpish. Tree stumpy, around yeah. around the. The boxes that at least a couple of them look like television sets. I think so, for sure. Stacked on one another. And that goes from digging a ditch, you know, turn off your TV, unplug the phone, that lyric from digging a ditch. And I had even thought, you know, there are other 
um, and I know this is this is called busted stuff. So digging a ditch, you're right there, mm-hmm. and that's probably the most on point reference. But you know, I think it in, encapsulates other songs or themes that that mm-hmm. Dave's written about and sung about. Like uh, Seek Up talks about television. There's reference to television and satellite. Mm-hmm. So I think um, it's an interesting pick to yeah. say let's let's put some television imagery in there yep. and call attention to that as a lyric of of Dave Matthews for sure and you know you've got this sort of dichotomy between like earth and water so you've got the space out on the top and you almost have these like alien like growths of eyeballs and the the monkey man's whole you know on the end of his tail looks like saturn and a moon so we've got walk around the moon this sort of, you know, spacey theme. But then if you go to the bottom, it it looks like an underwater sea adventure with mushrooms and these anemones. And we know, like, Walk Around the Moon is about Dave's walk around the... Well, and, you know, from... from bo- Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Take, taking, some, taking some edible uh, mushrooms and right. red and white polka dots (laughs) yeah and i think the biggest imagery there that jumps out at me as you get towards the bottom of the poster Mm -hmm. is this big-eyed fish which is you know obviously a reference to the song from busted stuff so again Mm -hmm. um it looks like you know brandon was heavily influenced titled it busted Busted stuff but heavily influenced by a lot of the the lyrics and titles Mm -hmm. i just think that big-eyed fish is cool i mean yes he could you you could pull him out of there, I feel like, and slap him on anything and make him a logo. He's like... Oh, sure. He, both of those characters, the monkey yeah. man and the big-eyed fish, yes. in this poster, to me, almost immediately become iconic mascots for the band. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, if, if Brandon's listening, I truly mean that as the highest compliment... Because there are some things, I think, imagery with the band that have been with us forever, like mm-hmm. like the fire dancer, yeah, obviously. Obviously. Um, and, and some other imagery, the, the Crash album comes to mind, the coffee rings from before these crowded yeah. streets. But, like, I mean, if you put that big-eyed fish just in the center of a baseball cap, I'm buying it all day. <laughs> it's fire. I would wear it. It would be amazing. Um, I feel like the, the monkey man guy is just so much fun. Yeah. Um, he's got really cool adornments, yeah. like necklace type stuff. Eats. So he looks he's he's more than just just a monkey. He's yeah. some kind of like almost, you know, looks like a tribal leader or something. With the uh, it reminds me a little of Chewbacca from Star Wars <laughs> in that well, bandolier he wears. I've been staring at the hand. I guess it would be the left hand of the monkey man. He's holding what looks like a metal anvil or something. I'm thinking like, what is in his hand? What do you think that is? It's a good question. I think with the references to dig in a ditch, mm-hmm. it could be a tool of some type yep. that was used to possibly, you know, I'm, I'm digging a ditch. Yeah. Uh, in the lyrics there, but uh, I'm not, mm. I'm not certain that I have to take a little bit more time yep. looking at what that might be, but yeah. it looks to me like it could be, could be the end of a, a rock or a primitive yeah. tool or something like that he could he use could to use. dig. Yep. Um, did also want to mention in the lower sort of left-hand quadrant of the poster, we've got an Easter egg in that, as Erica was calling it, like organic matter around around the TVs or yep. at the bottom. I don't know. Maybe that might be a fish tank. Um, and there we've got the number 41. Oh, and yeah. so that's a really cool reference to see a little Easter egg there, a nod to the song from the Crash album that 
is is really a big part of the mm-hmm. fandom. I know it's one of your favorites, if not your it's favorite. It's my favorite. Yes, my absolute favorite Dave song is number yeah. 41. Like, if I could only listen to one Dave Matthews song for the rest of my life, if I had to, which I'm not, but right. <laughs> if I had to, it would be number 41. Uh, I love also, you know, you're talking about pulling in details of different things. So we talked about the lettering of the Dave Matthews band, that the, the first T in Matthews grows or is being it's either coming from the tree or begins the tree but there's a tree Mm -hmm. in the top corner so i think of like dreaming tree yeah which you know is another track from iconic iconic uh, or no that's uh, before these crowded streets streets. but but it's just another again as as it's heavily influenced by the album busted stuff there's still pulling from brandon took really i mean just very details to say okay here's some and and he said it I think it was on his Instagram post mm-hmm. or his uh, website that, you know, there's a lot of Easter eggs, right? So I immediately see the planet and the stars and the moon. And I think walk around the moon. I think that album, obviously this is, you know, the tour for the album or mm-hmm. based, you know, with the new album. And you've heard, if you guys have gone to the Dave shows, you know, Dave, we're getting a little bit of Dave speak this, uh, this tour. Oftentimes it's Dave telling us he's got lots of little, little tiny songs. Songs that if you didn't know, they'd pass you right by or, you know. Um, but what's been really cool is, you know, he's been playing a lot of variety of new and old songs. And so I feel like this poster, to, to me, represents the band, not just the tour and not just the venue, but I think the band's kind of collective musical library. I think that's a really genius observation um as we were talking and i fumbled through the dreaming tree i'm I'm now following exactly what you're saying which is we've got some different representations mm-hmm. from sort of each of the albums i mean yeah you know the the top television is broken that could be the busted stuff right mm-hmm. and and the one with the screen that's that's there with the wilmington nc may 31 live oak bank yeah. pavilion that seems like still operable that could be the one referenced in satellite or even seek mm-hmm. up maybe so you've got some remember two three things you've got some under the table number 41 shout out to the crash album mm-hmm. the dreaming tree yep. shout out to the before these crowded streets album yeah some of the space stuff walk around the moon obviously big eyed fish and, and the mm-hmm. monkey man from yep. lily white from busted stuff uh yeah. yeah it's it's very clever and it's very well done it's got a storybook feel to it mm-hmm. um that you know that there's something more than just the image we're looking at happening here yeah. like the this this monkey guy and the big eyed fish are somehow almost like characters in a um in a story um gives me a little bit of like where the wild things are vibe yeah um, for sure very very little bit there not not direct lift or anything but mm-hmm. um but then yeah it's set seemingly either on a interesting part of earth staring out into space right. and or uh, it's set on some other planet, planet. which is also kind of cool to think about that there might be some other planet out there where they're as big a Dave Matthews band fans as we are. <laughs> um, and maybe that maybe that was intentional or not, but I'll yeah. I'll think of it that way. Yeah. Um, you you had probably the best look at this because you ran up to the booth, you picked it <laughs> up. Did. It was so just by like way of filling in listeners who may not have been there, uh, you might have been following online when this poster was sort of dropped or, or leaked um, there was a lot of 
I'll call it scuttlebutt. I don't know if that's the right word, but we'll call it scuttlebutt um, online about, you know, oh my goodness, there's no posters at the outside merch tent. Now this started right around one thirty, mm-hmm. right? And yep. I think by about 2.30, they had posters at the outdoor merch it tent. Was, yeah. But for about that 45 minutes or so, it was seeming like the end of the world to some of us poster collectors out there. There were there were people very concerned that there were not going to be posters. There might have been some misinformation. I th- thought I read one post. Absolutely that, misinformation. <laughs> <laughs> that somebody said they heard from one of the employees that there were going to be no regular prints. That there Correct. were only foils and there were only 100. And then that spun into people reacting to that. Yeah. And I totally understand. I identify with you. Again, we're happy to be part of this community with you. We hope you're listening and enjoying the content we're putting out. But first and foremost, we're fans and we're poster collectors. Mm-hmm. So I, I felt your pain as that was happening. <laughs> but I do want to say then, as as the, the afternoon progressed on, by about 2.30, they had the regular version Yes, at the outdoor they m- did. merch yes. tent. And yep. I saw this kind of get posted on the phone and... Yep. We scrambled over there as quick as we could. Mm-hmm. We happened to be in the car. We were coming from another point. And so we drove by the merch booth. Erica courageously <laughs> hopped out of the vehicle. While I did... it was moving, <laughs> I rolled out and did a... <laughs> I, did, I did bring the car to a full stop, I promise. Um, and you ran up and... I what, This is a long story, but what I was trying to get to was the first thing you said to me mm-hmm. was that like the poster in hand, the texture. Yes. Can you talk about the texture of it a little yes. bit? Yes. So... We're actually, we're looking at it right now. It's framed in front of us. Um, Our process, and we can maybe talk about that. We're going to talk about our process about framing and and the way that we display them and the things that we like to put them in. And we'll talk about that later. But uh, we're looking at it right now. And, you know, for those of us who are big foil people, those of us who come from an art background, or if you don't, you're just a visual person, uh, I got into the line, you know, I was chatting with the guy in front of me. He had the poster in his hand and um, I saw the stack. And, you know, I think that's another observation that we make as poster collectors is like how many are left? And then what number did we get based on how many were printed in the run? But when I grabbed this, when they handed it to me, I paid them their money and I said, thank you very much. And I, you know, went to go roll it up. I, I had to bring it to show Mike before I went ahead and rolled it because the way that I think, and I think this would be a great conversation to, to ask Brandon about is, you know, his printing process, but oftentimes many of the prints that we get are just a flat print, right? They don't, they don't necessarily look like the printing process has been layered. I follow a lot of artists now on our posters in every direction podcast, Instagram page. And what's really cool is they also share some background and insight on how they produce these posters, how they're printed, they're screen printed, whether it's, you know, on a t- different type of paper, whether it's layered. And this one in hand, first of all, the paper was incredibly thick. Mm-hmm. Um, normally poster paper is pretty thick. This just seemed really thick and it wasn't on a white paper. If you look on the back of it, it's almost like a, it was like a buttery yellow or uh, a manila a or... creamy kind of, yeah, manila is a good, a good, so, you know, the base of the paper probably has... A, a uniqueness to it, but in hand and in the sunshine, not necessarily in my poster frame, but if you kind of look at it from the side, you can see that it's layered the way that it was printed, especially in the tree stump on the bottom in the black. 
mm-hmm. almost like it was a black overlay or do you guys, do you remember when you used to take an art class, you were in elementary school and you took crayons and you would color on the paper with crayons. Then you would take watercolor mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then you would paint on top of it. And, and because of the wax of the crayon, the watercolor didn't penetrate where that was. That reminds me of this in the, in the way that it looks on paper it has just more dimension to it yeah that's the word that comes to mind for me is dimension um and if we ever got the chance to talk to brandon which would be awesome and if you're listening brandon we'd we'd be happy to to have you on and (laughs) and learn more about the process with this poster absolutely um it it just it has that texture that Mm -hmm. that dimension feel to it i I was i was kind of joking around i was like this is one of the best non-foil almost variant looking posters that I've ever seen. It's the quote regular edition and there's no reflective foil paper property to it, but something about that layering process Mm -hmm. in how it's been printed, how it's been crafted gives it dimension that makes it feel like it's almost Mm -hmm. like jumping out at you. Like you can three dimensional. You almost, yeah, (laughs) almost has like this, like the background of space to me seems very much to be sitting behind, mm-hmm. you know, the Dave Matthews band lettering and the tree stump and yeah. the monkey and the fish. And then as you look at, you know, the big eyed fish, I mean, he is coming out of that stump uh, aquarium tank down there. And that's, you know, sort of foreground mm-hmm. with the monkey man slightly in the background behind, sure. behind the big eyed fish. Um, so all of those little elements, the kind of twists and turns, mm-hmm. curvature, of the plant life in the bottom of the poster. Um, I think it's noteworthy to mention that at the very bottom, it says artwork by Brandon Trammell uh, or, or Trammell. And I'm not sure. I apologize if I'm m- mispronouncing the name. Uh, but I thought that was interesting to just see that. Yeah. The, the, hey, he's put his name on it right here. Yeah. And that's a signal to me to say, yeah, hey, he's proud of it. And I think he should be because the fans have received this poster well. Really right, well. Rightfully so. Yes. It's... It is a beautiful piece. Uh, it is interesting. It's fun. Fun, different. It's got a storybook quality to it. It's got sort of a science fiction fantasy quality to yeah. it. The, to take the letters of the Dave Matthews Band mm-hmm. and make make them something more than just a different font is mm-hmm. something we always look at in the posters oh, yeah. because yep. it's some of the most fun that you can have to see they've taken the same words and they've mm-hmm. made it look completely different. Yeah. I think he's done that here. Again, that incorporation of the T into the tree, tree branch coming from the top yep. right-hand corner to me is brilliant. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, I can't say enough good things. I, I feel like there's more Easter eggs. They're absolutely, I keep staring at these that eyeballs. I'm gonna... Right on the top, underneath Matthews and sort of to the left of the word band, there's this pair of eyeballs that are coming out of the tree stump. And it's just, it's like, what is it? It reminds me of an, that old movie from the 80s. Um, and there was this character with these eyeballs that came out. It's not E.T., but it's like in that, when we were kids, we'd watch oh, it. Oh, the robot? The Johnny Five robot? It's a short circuit? Was it short circuit? I don't know. I'm thinking something else. But, but these like eyeballs that are just, you know, out there looking at you, just, you know, observing this sort of scene that's happening right now. Yeah. And this, this, there's little pairs of eyeballs inside of the mushroom down here on the right hand side. Mm-hmm. You see these little guys? Yeah, just like a very small, a tiny... almost tiny Marvin the Martian creature looking <laughs> thing inside. Yeah. 
what looks like it could be some kind of space fruit or or fungus or something. Oh, it's definitely a mushroom. Or it could be a mushroom <laughs> of some type. Some um, sort of mushroom, but it's lit up. It's almost like a Avatar-y when they're in that land with A1. All It's all glowing yeah. and stuff. I mean, it's just really fun. And, you know, we we have a lot of posters, and I think our kids put up with it. Uh, sometimes they are immediately like, I like that. I want that in my room. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they'll they'll snag those and thank goodness because they have some wall space in their rooms that they can share. But That's right. but this one, our daughter immediately, you know, I originally actually thought she would like night one. And she said she and did. she said she did. And, you know, that's a super fun one by uh, Joshua Noom mm-hmm. that I I personally, when I saw it, I was like, I like it. Let's get it. It's yeah. fun. It's whimsical. We talked about it on episode three. And I was like, she's going to love that one because it's got her colors and it's really fun and it's very like... And she walked in and she saw this. She was yeah. like, that's like Bigfoot. Yeah, and she's she like, like, I like loved that it. one. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I want this one in my room. And uh, she's currently already have... I think she's got two in her room. She's got our... Fun one from Dave and Tim this year. That was the pelican and the crocodile. At yeah, the, we should talk that about that That was super fun. We'll talk, about our, we'll talk about our Mexico posters. Maybe that's a, a fun episode. But And then she's got one from The Gorge, I think. Um, a friend of ours picked one up last year. I think, two years two ago. Two years ago, mm-hmm. 21. Uh, I have a feeling this is going to replace <laughs> maybe yep. The Gorge one. But. We'll figure it out. I, I'm a big fan of this. I mean, for yep. for me. like I, I think this is one that might get... There might be some debate over where this one goes because it is, uh, yeah, it yeah. is so cool, so so much fun, so different. I've never, nope. never seen uh, a poster like this. I did yeah. go back and look at some of uh, Brandon's mm-hmm. other work. He's done posters for uh, Widespread Panic, for yeah. Fish, Government Mule, um, and there is sort of a quality mm-hmm. of. Um, organics you know organic natures like creatures and plants Mm -hmm. and sort of a psychedelic sort of i think he said that's inspiration to him yeah um and it's you can definitely see it's a style it's a type Mm -hmm. from from now on i think if we were if we're lucky enough let me (laughs) say that if we are lucky enough to see more uh brandon trammell work for the dave matthews band i really hope we are i do too i think we're gonna recognize it Sort of as quickly as we do a mm-hmm. Todd Slater or a James Flames, yeah. Chuck Sperry or a Miles Sang, Dan Mumford, Daniel yeah. Danger. They're becoming some regular household names because I think they pop up from time to mm-hmm. time for the band. You know, yeah. Methane Studios is kind of like ever-present, ever-present. In, in my mind. Yeah. And then you have these artists that drop in one or two a, a tour if you're mm-hmm. lucky. And I really do think this is hopefully the start of that type of uh, appearance because... Man, I just my mind now wants to know like what else can Brandon Trammell do to create these sort of universes yeah. out of uh, either album or song inspiration. It'd like, be really cool to see him do another song series. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that would. Yeah, he's so the song series is something we probably need to delve into sure. or do an episode on. But yeah. um, again, Brandon, if you're looking at man, great listening, great work, yeah. and. I love the creatures. I, it reminds me like cast of characters like Star Wars or like the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. Marvel Universe yeah. side. And it just makes me want to know what other characters are out there, man. Like, and what's their story? <laughs> and hopefully we see more pieces with them in it. Um, yeah. Thank you for sharing it with us. Yeah, and sure. I'm so you know grateful that we had the opportunity to attend the show. Yeah. Um, but also to be able to pick up one of these and now hang it in our home and enjoy it. Absolutely. And the other 
thing I was thinking of, you know, Brandon, we didn't even do a little uh, bio on him, but he's, you know, an artist. He lives in Nashville, Tennessee. That's Jeff Coffin's hometown. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, hopefully you guys uh, can buddy up and uh, make some influential uh, things to to make some more of these posters happen. We'd we'd love to see it. It's just a fun one. And um, we are just really um, just excited to have new art in our house. I think after Mm -hmm. shows, you know, when we are able to snag the poster, it, it, we bring it home. And I think I mentioned this on one of the, how did we get here conversation that first one we had, but it's, it, this is not just art for us in the house. This is like, Oh, I remember when we got to go to Wilmington and we got to get this poster and we got to experience the songs, the set list, the people, the friends that we made. And, uh, we've made a lot of friends actually the last, uh, two shows. So shout out to our new friends who, uh, met us in either the pit line or food lines or poster lines that have, uh, followed us now. Uh, we are so excited to have y'all, um, uh, listening and tuning in and, uh, stay tuned for some more conversations from, from Mike and I, and, uh, we hope you, hope you pick up this, uh, poster maybe on the AP sale or if you need to secondary market, but, Get an eyeballs on it. We'll post it on our Instagram page and hope you guys tune in. Thanks for listening. All right, y'all. Bye.